This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI. It's Tuesday. It's the last segment of the show. That means it's time for the weekly news quiz. That's right. And the perpetually evolving wheel of contestants are here to play beginning with the East Coast of Canada. Atlantic Canada, we can live beside the ocean with Ryan Delahanty in Halifax. Good morning, Ryan. Thanks for having me back. And of course, not to be confused with Burlington, Vermont. This ain't Lake Champlain, it's Lake Ontario and Alex Smythe. Um, I'm ready to, uh, to put up or shut up, Dave. And when it comes to bodies of water, there's nothing like the St. Lawrence River and Morrisburg, Ontario, where you can find Karen McGee. Have I scared everybody away? Uh, your, your, your prowess, your, your intelligence and prowess uh, yeah, concerns we'll us all. We're, we'll we're all too cowardly. <laughs> I just became the host of the quiz to get away from uh, Karen's big brain. For those of you who may have never listened or watched a weekly news quiz before, let me give you a quick rundown of the rules. We have three rounds of questions, three questions per round. Each question comes with three multiple choice options. If you answer the question without hearing the options, you get two points. If you answer while hearing the options and get it right, you get one point. And if you get it wrong, we keep on moving till a point is awarded. The order of contestants and questions were written down by Paul Daniel. And the order is Ryan, Karen, and Alex. So question one, going to Ryan. Ryan, which Republican Senate nominee denied paying for his girlfriend's abortion in 2009? I'll take the options. Most of them, but I'll take the options. (laughs) Is it Mehmet Oz, Herschel Walker, or Blake Masters? Let's go with Herschel. That is correct. Walker's son, Christian, a right-wing TikTok influencer, has denounced his father's campaign and says Herschel Walker displayed a lack of family values. Great running back, maybe not the best politician. Let's uh, jump over to question number two, which goes to Karen McGee. Citizens in which country voted in a polarizing presidential election between Jair Bolsonaro and former president Luis Inacio Lula da Silva? I'm going to take a shot and say it was Italy. That is incorrect. Uh, heading over oh. to Alex, do you want options or do you want to take a crack no, at this? No, it is Brazil, Dave. It is Brazil. Oh, Lula received the most votes but did not reach the 50% threshold needed to avoid a runoff vote against his rival. Alex, on the board with two points just like that. So I'm going to mark that down on my sheet, and we had one point for Ryan. Sorry, I'm keeping score in real time here, guys. I'm doing my best. Question number three, going to Alex. Which African country was the location of a second military coup in 2022? Oh, geez. I I don't remember hearing about this one. Can I get the options, please? Was it Burundi? Was it Botswana? Or was it Burkina Faso? I'm going to say Burundi. That is incorrect. Ryan, an opportunity for the tie here. Let's go with option C. Burkina Faso is correct. 
the year of 2022, the year of the coup. The second coup ousted interim president Paul-Henri Damiba, who had come into power in the first coup in January. Just a couple of coups to keep you busy. After round one, we've got a tie atop the scoreboard. Ryan with two, Alex with two, and Karen with zippy de doo But... Karen gets the first question of round number two. Karen, which celebrity has agreed to pay a $1.26 million penalty from the SEC for promoting a cryptocurrency without disclosing that she had paid for the promotion? Had been paid for the promotion. That would be Kim Kardashian. That is correct. Kim K having an expensive year with the Kanye divorce. Kardashian thought adding the hashtag ad in her Instagram posting was sufficient. The SEC disagreed. Alex, coming to you for question number two of this round. What American writer authored a touching letter that will soon be up for auction to his teenage son in 1958, offering fatherly advice on romance? Oh, I have no idea. I'll need those options, Dave. A couple uh, real heavyweights of American literature here in these options. John Steinbeck, Ernest Hemingway, or Carl Sandburg? I'll say Steinbeck. That is correct. That is correct. In the two-page letter dated November the 10th, that's my birthday, 1958. That's not my birthday. The Nobel Laureate Prize Laureate, Literature Prize Laureate, told his son, if you are in love, that's a good thing. That's about the best thing that can happen to anyone. Don't let anyone make it small or light to you. It's kind of touching and beautiful, and if I'd read that properly, it would have been even better. Let's head to question number three of round number two, going over to Ryan. It was a tough week. For Andrea Skinner, as she resigned as a board chair from what Canadian organization? That would be Hockey Canada. Yeah, that was kind of an easy one there. That was a layup, if you will. A tap-in, <laughs> a tap-in to use hockey parlance. Skinner resigned as a director and interim board chair of Hockey Canada days after a controversial par- parliamentary committee meeting where she defended Hockey Canada's handling of group sexual assault allegations involving past junior players. Okay, round number three. Before we begin, let me give you a scoreboard update here. We have Ryan with four, Karen with two, Alex with three. Anybody's game with three questions left on the board, but the first crack in round number three goes to Alex. If Alex was a volcano, we'd call him Krakatoa. (laughs) Alex, Canada's Catherine Beauchemin-Pinard earned a silver medal in the World Championship competition last weekend. What was the sport that she won the silver medal? Judo. Woo! Alex, oh, throw, yeah. Alex throwing down here. We're going to call that a coca as Alex <laughs> scores some big points there. The 28-year-old from Montreal, who was a bronze medalist in last summer's Olympics in Tokyo, lost to Japan's Mogami Horikawa in the women's 63-kilogram final in Uz- Uzbekistan. Alex, how'd you know that? Or is this, is this from your time uh, of covering her sport? Saw, I saw that on the news. I was kind of following it, and I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was, I was starting to think, okay, maybe I should uh, check out if there was the para-judo competition coming up as well. So on the weekend news feed, I saw it. It paid off. Yeah, you and I have both had the privilege of interviewing Priscilla Gagne, Paralympian, a bunch of times uh, for some of her judo competition. Always a big supporter of Pr- Priscilla and the work that she does. So super cool to be following uh, judo there. And I think what I said, Koka, that's actually the lowest forming. Uh, that's the lowest form of judo scoring. It's like the least amount of points you can get. So that shows yeah. you my lack of judo knowledge. Even though <laughs> I was a yellow belt, I, I, I won a competition in grade six, but there was no weight limit at the time. And I weighed like 160 pounds in grade six. And uh 
had a little bit of an advantage. That's why we have weight Doesn't class. matter, Dave. You won. That's yeah. all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, big question for you here with question number two of round number three is you're now one point behind Alex. Ooh. A judge dismissed charges against seven people for their role in a water scandal in which Michigan city where tens of thousands of people were exposed to lead. Ooh, so many. Uh, I'm going to roll the dice. I feel like this is wrong, but uh, so all I remember with water in Michigan is Flint. That is correct. That is oh, correct. That was a layup that, question. There have been a couple layup questions uh, handed like you out the here. Guest the, you give the guests the nice questions. I protest. Well, Karen, you're a little out of the mix here, but you can still play spoiler. In 2014, Flint managers began using the Flint River to save money, but the corrosive qualities of the river water caused lead to leach off old pipes. By the way, people forget about this. There was a huge study about lead in Canadian water uh, in like late 2019, earlier early 2020, and then the plague hit, and we kind of lost interest. But like half of Canada cities also have unacceptable amounts of lead in the drinking water. Just you know, FYI, happy thought on a Tuesday. Uh, wait, who got that right? Ryan, Ryan got that right, and Ryan. I gave you, and I gave you two points, which now gives you a one point lead heading into the last question of round number three, which goes to Karen. So Karen can really mess around with the results here if she so desires. <laughs> Karen, this relic stained with gravy from the Beatles 1966 U.S. tour was recently discovered and is worth up to twenty five thousand dollars for auction. What is it? Stained with gravy. With gravy. I must have been in town. I'm going to take a guess and say a napkin. That is incorrect. So, Alex, you have an opportunity oh, here to go for yeah. two and win the whole thing or go for one and get a tie. Uh, I'm going to get the options and go for a tie. So your options are now tablecloth or pillowcases. I feel like, you know, it's going to be an odd one and I'm going to say pillowcases. That is incorrect. Oh. Ryan gets Ryan. the gets the default point. Default. Default. <laughs> default. Default. The greatest two Still words. Win. The greatest two words in the English language, <laughs> according, to, according to Homer Simpson. Why would pillowcases be an option if it wasn't right? I mean, why would you put that? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it feels like it should be off the board. I mean, napkin is too obvious, and then it's the tablecloth. So, pillowcase. Hey, I, I mean, maybe it's from John Lennon's sleeping. You can't eat something with gravy in bed. That's like the more fundamental rule of life. Even if you're a rock star, gravy must be ate at a table or over the sink like a rat. The <laughs> local eating establishment in San Francisco provided the food for the band to eat prior to their last U.S. concert at Candlestick Park in August. The tablecloth feature is a sketch by John Lennon, Ringo Starr, George Harrison, signed their names while Paul McCartney is spelled out in bubble letters near the words the tablecloth also features sketched portraits by folk singer joan baez who joined the band for dinner now that is a fun one with that the winner is the young man in the sea it's ryan delahanty Thank you very much. I'm honored. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity here. <laughs> we love it when we love it when our special guest chair picks up the big W. Ryan, congratulations. Thank you. I'm Al sorry, Karen. Alex, a good effort. A good effort by you. Thank you. At least I, I uh, was in front of Karen, so that's all that matters in my mind. Sometimes beating Karen is the number one goal really? of the news quiz. Karen, <laughs> no time for a rebuttal. We're going to run out of time, but you have yourself a nice day. Thank you. <laughs> I think Karen's going to skip next week's quiz as protest. 
I am. <laughs> unrelated, I unrelated am. protest. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.